0: No.
1: you again and we thank you for your mercies thank you for the opportunity Father to join my brothers and sisters in sharing your word today Father please continue to speak to us Father Uh, that you would not take your river that is flowing freely here we do not take it for granted, Daddy. Please speak to us and give us understanding, Father, we pray. In Jesus' name, Amen. Praise the Lord, beloved. We have been speaking about the second kind of the good ground, which is the 60 fold return soil. And last time we stopped at First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 1 to 8, and we spoke about how the 60 fold soil, how we, how we jump from 30 to 60, how we, how we can uh, be more fruitful in God by his grace. And we read in verse one of First Thessalonians four says how talked about how we ought to walk to be and please God, so we would abound more and more. So our abounding more and more is tied to our W-A-L-K our walk with God and pleasing God and like we said before no it's not a works-based Christianity it's very simple Ephesians 2 and 10 says very clearly that we are his workmanship God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus Unto good works. God made us. To do good works. W-O-R-K-S. And that same God. That created us in Christ Jesus. Unto good works. W-O-R-K-S. Also ordained. That we should. Walk. W-A-L-K. In those good works. W-O-R-K. So. Before we got saved, God already outlined good works, W-O-R-K, after faith now, because faith is the foundation, these are works of faith, not self-works or works of self-righteousness, no, 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 these are works of faith, these are works post-faith, after we believe, after we are saved. After we come to Christ, after we are grafted in as the wild olive tree, and we are grafted into the good tree, we need to have good works because we are now planted in a good tree, and those do good works. W O R K. These are fruits. Of faith is a fruits of righteousness we spoke about that before now Ephesians 2 10 continues and says that God had before ordained we should walk in them so in the mind of God before we ever were saved he said look there is a walk w-a-l-k you have to walk in w-a-l-k josh you need to walk in good works, W-O-R-K. Now, so that's what First Thessalonians one is simply saying. How we ought to walk, W-A-L-K, and please God so we abound more and more. So if you want to abound from 34 to 60 fold, we need to walk with God and we need to please God. Mm-hmm now and that W L K means to leave l-i-v-e if you are alive that's for you don't just tell me i'm born again and you go park in a parking spot somewhere and gather some dust no 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 you are a tree of righteousness according to isaiah 61 verse 3 and every tree must produce the fruit from which it was planted If you are a tree of righteousness, your fruits must be righteousness. If you are a tree of holiness, your fruits must be holiness. Uh, A coconut can have mango fruit. It's not possible. Oh well. And another definition of walk, W-A-L-K, is to be occupied with something. Like we said before, the thief on the cross that died after he believed in Jesus did not have an opportunity to walk, (laughs) W-A-L-K, with Christ. He got saved and he was gone because he died on the cross. I'm sorry, I've repeated that so many times. But beloved, the Lord wants some of us to know, if we didn't know it yet, that we should stop using the thief on the cross as our example well he wasn't baptized uh, he wasn't baptized because he died on the cross beloved are you dead on the cross no well go obey what Christ said and be baptized with water not to be sprinkled with water go be dunked in water mm-hmm well the thief on the cross well, uh, he didn't receive the Holy Ghost. Oh well. Uh, there are many Christians that didn't receive the Holy Ghost after they got saved until later. How much later did the thief have? None. The same day he got saved, the same day he, he died. Well, the thief on the cross went to heaven, went to paradise, Jesus promised him. Today you'll be with me in paradise. Um... He was a thief. Uh, okay. And so what? what? So you think you can be a thief and go to paradise? Are you serious? <laughs> no. After he believed in Christ, what other thievering did he thieve? You tell me. What other sin did he commit? Uh, he died, beloved. But you are alive. So, you and I need to walk to please God. The scripture says. Now, when he talks about walk, meaning to be occupied with something. Remember the parable Jesus gave of the nobleman that gave Ten talents to ten servants, and he told them to occupy until. Now we spoke about that parable earlier under um, the, the faithful 60 fold, and the righteous thirtyfold. Uh, so you can go back and refresh on that if you need to. Occupy until, occupy until the nobleman told his servants. So, if we are alive, you have to deal with sin. Dead people don't sin. Dead people are not tempted to sin. Mm -mm. It's when you are alive that you fight the good fight of faith, that you flee from fornication like Joseph did. If Joseph was dead, he wouldn't be tempted to uh, commit fornication with Potiphar's wife. Is because he was alive. That's why he was tempted and that's why he ran. Ah, you get it. You get it. You get it. You get it. So i leave it alone. Lord, please teach us. Please, Lord Jesus, please teach us by your spirit. Beloved, first Thessalonians 1 1 says we ought to walk. A certain way we ought to. Meaning some people don't realize that they ought to do that. Meaning some of us, yeah, I'm saved. Thank you, Jesus. I'm righteous of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Uh okay. Uh but uh brother Josh, you you you, you got saved, yes, uh praise the Lord. But you can't be doing that, bro. Ought to walk this way and please God. Where God is pleased with me because when he looks at me, he doesn't see me, he sees Jesus. Uh, okay. Uh, God doesn't even have 2020 vision. God's vision is better than 2020. He sees your heart, sees everything. That's better than an X ray, better than an ultrasound. He sees everything, full colour. Beyond color, if I should say so. Because he sees also in the spirit. So don't tell me when God looks at you, he sees Jesus. If you are doing crap. Yes, I said that. Yes, I did. If I'm living in sin, I can't tell God that don't look at you don't see me, God. You only see Jesus. Are you serious? Uh Oh, you, you think God is blind batimaeus no 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 he healed blind batimeeus so he cannot be blind by Ah. who makes all this stuff up guys no he said we ought to walk this way ah okay let let, let, let let me not digress. Lord, please help me. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 4 1 says, we ought to walk a certain way and please God. So let's look, in, let's look at the concept of pleasing God. Let's look at that concept. The concept of walking, W-A-L-K-I-N-G, W-A-L-K-I-N-G, the concept of walking and pleasing God. Because it is when we walk and please God, That's when we will abound. Remember now, the Bible said concerning Enoch, that he walked with God. Uh, We see that in the book of Genesis chapter 5, verse 22. It says, and Enoch walked, W-A-L-K-E-D, with God, After he begot Methuselah 300 years and begot sons and daughters and all the days of Enoch, verse 22, sorry, verse 23 of Genesis 5. And Enoch walked with God after he begot Methuselah 300 years and begot sons and daughters. And all the days, verse 23 of Genesis 5, of Enoch were 360 and 5 years, verse 24. And Enoch walked with God, is repeated and he was not, for God took him. So, the concept of walking with God is very important. Uh, Very, very important. That concept is so important that Amos 3 and 3 says, can two walk together, W L K, except they be agreed. So, what does that mean? It means that for us to Walk with God and please God. First, we have to be in agreement with God. Mm -hmm. We cannot be at contrary purposes to God and walk with God. God can't say one thing and we say another and walk with God. It doesn't work like that. Mm -mm. Oh well. Now, so... The foundation of pleasing God, we see that in Hebrews eleven six. Hebrews eleven six, 6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Without faith it is impossible to please God. But him, they that come to him, you, you have to believe God God is, and he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now the interesting thing is that uh when you look at that Hebrews eleven verse six uh Talking about faith, you see that all the people that are listed there, there is a verb attached to their lives. There's a verb. What's a verb? A verb is an action word. Mm -hmm. Yep. Hmm. So it was not faith only, but they had works with them. Work in their walk. Walk with God. Hmm. Let's 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 see. Let's see. Let's see. Hebrews eleven from verse four. By faith Abel offered unto God, offered. He did something because he had faith in God. He offered to God a more excellent sacrifice Mm -hmm. by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts. God did not testify of his faith. God testified of his gifts which were evidence of his faith the same way when the people in Nineveh the Bible says when they fasted God saw their works because it was evidence that they believed the testimony of Jonah that God was going to judge them and they repented beloved faith without works is dead works of faith don't mix it up now. Don't mix it up. I've said this a thousand times. Forgive me, beloved. But they said there are different kinds of works. Works of self-righteousness is not what we are talking about. Those don't get you anywhere. I'm talking about works of faith. Ah, the fruits of of righteousness will receive from the Lord Hebrews eleven four by faith Abel offered Hebrews eleven five by faith Enoch was translated that he could not see that and was found because God translated him why? for before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God mm-hmm that he pleased God. That's the verb right there. But without faith. 11.6 It is impossible to please him. We already read that. Verse 7 By faith Noah being warned of God moved with here prepared an ark to the saving of his house. By faith he did something. He prepared an ark. Hebrews 11.8 By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place he would after receive for an inheritance, obeyed and he went, not knowing where he went by faith. Abraham obeyed and he went. Verb action. Hebrews eleven eleven. True faith. Also Sarah has received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised where where can we end there are so many so many by faith hebrews 11:17 abraham when he was tried offered up isaac action Verb. Verse 20, by faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau. Verse 22, by faith Joseph when he died made mention of the bones of the department of the children of Israel and gave commandment concerning his bones. He said, look guys, I believe what you guys are going to leave here, don't leave my bones here. Mm-hmm. Verse 23, by faith, Moses, when he was a child, his parents hid him. If you believe, you do something. By faith, verse 24, Moses, when he came of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. When he knew who he was, by faith, he chose to walk away from privilege. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm. Beloved, by faith, look at verse 31, Hebrews 11, verse 31, by faith the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believed not when she received the spies with peace. By faith she believed so she didn't turn the spies over to those that were going to kill them. These things were accomplished So, we too, when we believe in Christ, there is a commensurate action that God requires from us. We, We cannot accept Christ and not by His grace strive to please God. So, don't tell God he only sees Jesus when he looks at you. Otherwise, there will be no need for you to please God. Because he's already pleased with Jesus. Let me say that again. Don't tell me or tell God and say, Oh, when God looks at me, he only sees Jesus. Uh, um. Okay, he already testified of Jesus. This is my beloved son in whom I were pleased. He's already pleased with Jesus. So why is he saying 1 Corinthians 4 1 that we should please him if he's only seeing Jesus and not seeing us? I I, I know you get it, beloved. If you don't get it, that's my fault. I apologize. May the Lord give you understanding in Jesus' name. Now, let's, let's look at some of the things that are pleasing to God. Let's look at some of them. Mm-hmm. Philippians four, sixteen to 18. The Bible says, For even in Thessalonica, you sent once and again unto my necessity, not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. But I have all, and abound; I am full, having received of epaphroditus the things which were sent from you. An odor of a sweet smell is sacrifice acceptable, were well pleasing to God. Yes, 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 yes. This this passage of scripture may have been abused. By many preachers, you know, gimme, give gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Uh, yes, that's fine. I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna contest that, but that does not remove it from the scriptures. Oh well, let me not even go there. God help me. Let me leave that alone. Okay. Where was I? Beloved, Ephesians four, sixteen to eighteen we just read The Bible says that God is well pleased when his work is being supported. Paul says, "Um, I don't need your money. I don't need it. Uh, But you on your own sent to my necessity. Well, I can tell you. That because of that, your account in heaven was credited. Because of what you did here on earth. And the God that supplies my needs will also supply your need. Mm Mm-hmm. It says that which you did is well pleasing to the Lord. It's as simple as that. That's an example of something that is well pleasing. And if you read verse nineteen, it's what I just read, uh, I alluded to. Um Ephesians sorry, Philippians four, nineteen. We read sixteen to eighteen, but verse nineteen says But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now, we also see something similar in Hebrews 13, verse 16. It says, But to do good and to communicate, forget not. For with such sacrifices... God is well pleased. We're, we're looking at the things that are well pleasing to God. Mm-hmm. God is well pleased, he's, he's, he's happy. you know people are being a blessing not for not for material motives, just being a blessing. God is well pleased with that. And remember what we started with first Thessalonians 4 verse one, when God is well pleased, our walk we are bound more and more we are bound from thirtyfold to sixtyfold to a hundredfold because we are adding by his grace not in self works we are adding by his grace to the faith we have received because that's what Peter said with all diligence add to your faith add virtue add knowledge this is knowledge now we are adding to know what pleases god to be diligent to do it mhm oh well you, you 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 get it i believe you get it i believe you get it what else pleases god Again, this is not an exhaustive list. It is not. Um, there, maybe I should keep this. I want to talk about what, what, what doesn't please God. Uh, maybe let me just talk about what, what, some examples of what pleases Him first, uh, before um, before we we'll go otherwise. Look at. Proverbs 12 verse 22 Proverbs 12 22 the Bible says lying lips are abomination to the Lord but they that deal truly are his delight Mm -hmm. what pleases God truthful dealing Mm -hmm. don't be a crook please don't be a Christian on Sunday and on Monday to Saturday. Uh, you are not different from the world. That doesn't please God. You can't abound like that. You'll be living in that border territory. Of the thirtyfold, Scarcely saved. And don't forget now. The ground. The third kind of ground. The one that had thorns in it. Uh would have been the thirtyfold, but the thorns grew and choked the fruit. And the Bible says, one of the gospels says, but did not they could not bring forth fruit to perfection. The cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches choked the harvest. So the thirtyfold saw which is the first of the fourth kind of good ground, uh, fourth kind of soil, which is a good ground, the 30-fold can be choked and moved back to the third kind of soil, which is the soil that is overtaken by thorns. And what are thorns? The world, the cares of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches. Mm Mm-hmm. The world can move, can push the 30 back to 29, 28, 27-fold, 25. Once you drop less than 30-fold, it's no more good ground. Ah, you, you you, you, get it, you get it, you get it. Proverbs 12, 22, they that deal truly are his delight. He delights in truthful dealing. God delights in it. Proverbs 15 and 8 the sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord uh-huh. but the prayer of the upright is his delight. What pleases God? When the upright pray it says that in James 5 verse 16 confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avail it much." When the righteous are praying, the upright they are praying, they avail much. And God delights in listening to the upright pray, to the righteous pray. So He delights in that. He doesn't delight in the prayer or the sacrifice of the wicked. Unless it's for repentance. There's no delight in it. We're talking about the things that please God. Uh, Proverbs 16 and 13. Righteous lips are the delight of kings. And they love him that speaketh right. Righteous lips. Kings delight in righteous lips. Lips that speak the truth. And the king of kings. Because he's a king. He delights. He delights. In truth. In fact, the Bible says, another of his titles says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Mm -hmm. Look at Proverbs 24 24 to 25. Talking about the things that please God. Proverbs 24 24 to 25. The Bible says, He that says unto the wicked, Thou art righteous, him shall the people curse, nations shall abhor him. But to them that rebuke him shall be delight and a good blessing shall come upon them. Mm -hmm. What is he saying? He's saying, when you say concerning a wicked person or, or wickedness that, hey, this is righteous, the people shall curse him. Now, but when you rebuke wickedness but to them that rebuke him shall be delight when you rebuke wickedness you get delight and a good blessing shall come upon you but where does the blessing come from come from God so God delights and delights in and blesses those that rebuke wickedness he has no delight when we call that which is wicked righteous And we call that which is righteous wicked. He has no delight in that. That doesn't please God. Uh, What pleases God, beloved? Look at Jeremiah 9, 23-24. Thus saith the Lord, Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, neither let the mighty man glory in his might. Let not the rich man glory in his riches, but let him that glory, glory in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord, which exercise, listen now, loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, says the Lord. Mm -hmm. God says, the Lord says, I love loving kindness. I love judgment. And I love righteousness. Righteousness. I delight in these three things. Mm. Beloved, these are things that please God. When we do not exercise loving kindness, we cannot please God. When we do not judge righteously, oh, don't judge. Oh, don't take that scripture out of context. Judge not because if the same judgment that you judge, you would be judged. So you better be afraid if you are living ungodly. But the saints shall judge. So there is a requirement implied in that. That we live upright so we can judge. Ah, I'll leave that alone for now. The Lord says he delights in loving kindness. He delights in judgment. And he delights in righteousness. But guess what? Jesus already fulfilled all of this. But why is he asking us now to walk and please him? If he's just seeing Jesus. No, beloved, he's seeing you and me. Don't listen to that fiction. Because of Jesus, we are forgiven. Because of Jesus, our sins are wiped away. Because of Jesus, we have been made clean. So, because we have been made clean, we have to, like a pig, go back in the mud and say, God doesn't see the mud on me anymore. (sighs) Beloved, I have to stop here for today. I pray all this uh, has made some sense. I pray the Lord gave you understanding, gave us understanding, gave me understanding in Jesus' name. Until next time, beloved, may the Lord bless you and keep you, make His face shine upon you and be gracious unto you, lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. You are named of the Lord and he will bless you. He suffers no man to do you wrong. He rebukes kings for your sake. Saying, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. You shall not harm yourself and you shall always walk with the mind of Christ. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. The Bible says, they that know they are God, they shall be strong. And they shall do exploits. Beloved, go and do exploits.